0: Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Carja. Yeah. I'm revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special returning guest here on Carja yeah by the name of Kevin Davis. He's calling in from Belgrade, Montana, beautiful part of the country. Kevin Davis is the founder of the Helper Brands, a branded line of cleaning and detailing products that he and his wife Michelle developed that make numerous jobs much easier to accomplish. I know because I've got one of his products. He was a professional high-end detailer who became a serial entrepreneur that discovered something was missing from the car care world. So he created it. Kevin also runs a consulting business in which he supports other automotive-related businesses, helping them expand through marketing and promotions. And Kevin's wife, Michelle, is a past guest here on Cars Yeah and an off-road rally driver. Together, they built a rally Jeep called Sugarhouse that takes them on many wilderness adventures. We'll be back in a minute to talk to Kevin, but first, a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. So keep your seatbelt on. We'll be right back. Did you know Covercraft is much more than car covers? They offer protection for the inside of your vehicles, too. Sunscreens to keep your vehicles cool and protected from the sun's damaging UV rays. Dash pads that do the same so your dash stays looking new without all those ugly cracks and fading. The seat covers that are easily removed for washing are awesome, but it's their custom fit floor mats that I really love. Is your vehicle getting a little long in tooth? Well, there's no better way to give it a new car look than with a custom fit floor mat and trunk mat. I replace mine every few years with something a little different contrasting just to have some fun. It stops that urge to buy a new car, and more importantly, it protects the factory carpets so when it's time to sell your vehicle, it looks brand new. They're easy to clean, they secure to the floor for safety, and they look oh so good. Don't forget your trunk, too. Custom-fit trunk liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect protection for the factory carpets from all those things that can stain and damage the floor of your vehicle's. Check out Covercraft.com for a huge number of styles, colors, and options that'll make you smile. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code ya 120 that's yeah one at Covercraft.com, you get 10% off your Covercraft order. So go to Covercraft.com today and use the code ya 120 at checkout. Tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Covercraft. They've got you covered. The fourth annual Saratoga Motor Car Auction will take place on Friday, September 18th, and Saturday, September 19th. It will be held at the Saratoga Performing Arts Center in the beautiful Saratoga Spa State Park, located in upstate New York. Presented by the Saratoga Automobile Museum, a not-for-profit institution, this live event continues to be the premier collector car auction for the Northeastern United States. Proceeds from the auctions help support the museum's educational programs and exhibits that engage, educate, and inspire the automotive community. To consign your vehicle, view current inventory, and register to bid, visit SaratogaMotorCarAuctions.org. There you can learn how finance partner J.J. Best Bank and insurer partner Haggerty can help put you in your dream vehicle. That's SaratogaMotorCarAuctions.org. Kevin Buckler is a winning racer and team owner of the Racers Group. He has over a 100 professional wins, multiple wins at the 24-hour of Daytona, and a win at Le Mans. Kevin realized the racing world is about the people and founded Adobe Road Winery. He and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own with a racing twist. Just like in racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, superb taste, all blended together with a whole lot of fun. There are four carefully crafted blends with race-inspired names, Redline, Apex, shift and the 24 when you purchase all four you get the entire lineup in a beautifully designed gift box there's a printed description of the blends inside the box lid and every bottle is parked in a protective die-cut placeholder the bottles feature three-dimensional labels and i promise you'll want to keep them after enjoying these delicious wines the box is so cool you'll want to keep it too the racing series is a killer gift for the automotive enthusiasts in your life and I have a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word, all caps, at checkout, you'll get $10 off any purchase of wine from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off on your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYEAH today to get your deal. <coughs> Cheers. Hey, Kevin, welcome back to Cars Yeah, my friend. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride?
1: I sure am. Thanks for having me back.
0: Well, it's good to have you here. You know, I always ask my guests, and I didn't ask you this the last time you were on the show, to share one little thing about yourself that most people don't know. Now, what you don't know is that I've talked to your lovely wife, Michelle, before we set up the show. So if you don't tell me what I think you might tell me, I might bring up another thing that people don't know about you, but let's see where this goes. So what's one little thing that people don't know about Kevin Davis?
1: Well, maybe we'll have to do two little things. The one little thing I was going to pick is not the one that Michelle was going to pick, but uh, I am an ordained minister, ah. and I actually I actually officiated at a wedding of one of your previous guests. What? Yeah. Von Hot
0: No way.
1: I didn't know yeah, that. So I, mar- I married I married those guys. So that was uh, that's something that most <laughs> people don't know. So, you know, another bucket list. But the one that you're referencing is probably the fact that I met my wife modeling. Yes. Uh, uh, and we did some runway stuff and it, you know, some kind of crazy, you know, wigs and all <laughs> kinds of wacky Zoolander <laughs> stuff. So. Uh, so, yeah, that was that that was how that uh, that was how that all went to
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. Uh, Michelle sent me a little picture of us from Zoolander. Now I will always have your face (laughs) embracing in my brain of a guy walking down a runway, pooching out his lips, making a funny face. So, yeah. Oh, that's pretty darn funny. Well... Listen, as we continue on this journey, I would love for you to share a success quote or a mantra. I feel like I've known you for such a long time. You know, Kevin was a guest here on Cars yeah, way back in November of 2014. You were guest number 124. Now you're 1,589. So we definitely should have had you back long before now, but I'm happy to have you back here. What's a mantra or a success quote that stands out for you? Something that's helped you be successful in life?
1: Well, I'll kind of, I'll kind of uh, make this more PG, but basically, somebody told my girls all growing up, it's kind of the rule of life, which is, don't be a jerk. I used to tell them, don't be an a hole. If you follow that, that kind of defines your integrity, how you treat people, what you do, how you drive, all of those. So that's, uh, that's kind of something that I try to, try to live by.
0: Well, it kind of plays off the golden rule, be good to yeah. others, you know, do unto others as you would have them do to you, which if everybody in this planet would do that, oh my gosh, wouldn't things be a lot nicer?
1: So absolutely.
0: But aside from that being so obvious and what a great thing to teach your, your daughters of which I've not met them, but I feel like I know them because of your social <laughs> media presence, uh, you definitely raised two uh, wonderful adults. How have you incorporated that concept into all the different things that you've done in your life?
1: So we really try to our, do our best to kind of be, especially with Michelle and I, with our marriage, we try to be a positive influence um, to see we're coming up on our 25th anniversary in mid-July, yeah. which is kind of a rare thing these days, as you know, yep. uh, you and your wife have been married for a long time 35 as 35 well.
0: years this year, yeah.
1: And so that's, you know, we try to, try to portray that public image which is also more or less our private image that we want to have positivity show people what can be done but show the realism of life marriage everything can be really hard it just requires you to you know work pretty hard at it um and and like you said just really try to try to treat people as as well as you can
0: yeah you know one thing i always look at you two always are the epitome of positivity Well, that just kind (laughs) of flows off the tongue there. I should put that right above sugar high, I think, a little bit. Uh, But it's really true, and I'll tell our listeners out there, I've known you two for a while now, and even though our paths don't cross physically too often, every time I I encounter you two, whether it's social media or in real life, I just go, you know, you you have almost like this perfect life, but I know life isn't always perfect. Things can go wrong. Things can be challenging. Um, What's maybe one way that you deal with when things aren't so perfect uh, which quite often they maybe can't be not so perfect.
1: I mean, I think for us, our faith plays a big part in it, um, our Christian faith. But then, you know, a great example for with Sugar High, Sugar High's been wrecked. Sugar High caught on fire. I know. Yeah. Um. So so during the fire, it was interesting because, you know, we were kind of freaking out and, you know, the thing caught on fire behind the motorhome and it's literally smoldering. The fire department's there. And I, I lean over and. Told my wife, I'm like, you know what we have to do now, right? And she's like, oh man, because she knew we had to take a selfie, which is kind of part of my marketing that I created.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But this selfie, like, we had to fake as if we were like super upset. But we really like I was like, oh, great. We can redo the interior and because it it basically destroyed the interior of the Jeep. I but saw the I think you've seen the pictures. We we um, you know, we we fabricated a full dash, redid all the the interior and all that. But that was a great example for us of, you know, really looking on the positive side of any situation. And that's, you know, as an entrepreneur, that becomes really important um, right. because, you know, you're going to. Screw up, you know you're gonna fail. And and if you look at that, but the response was what really shocked me. We heard so many times is like people don't do that. Like people <laughs> don't respond to these kind of crises in that way. And so that that made us feel good because it's genuine. Like we're not putting on a face on social media showing how we're dealing with that stuff. It was right. a, you know, a genuine response.
0: You know, I create, I I like to create memes using photography because I love photography. And one of them is the difference between an ordeal and an adventure is attitude. And to me, what you guys did there was a, I just smiled when I saw it, not because of what happened, but because of how you twisted it and turned it into, okay, well this happened. Hey, luckily it didn't catch the motorhome on fire and that didn't burn up, you know? So uh, now we can redo the interior and we can fix it up. And To me, that is such leadership and and so heartwarming. And it's so you guys that it's almost, you know, you use sugar high as sickeningly sweet. But I mean that (laughs) all the kindness that it can come across that way. Because that's how you get through ordeals, right? It's having a really great attitude about it.
1: Yeah, we had someone say, because we have crazy stuff happen to us all the time. I don't know if you saw on (laughs) social media. We actually had a... A tree fall on a rental jeep when we were visiting my daughter in Hawaii. A tree yes. that weighed about twenty five hundred pounds.
0: I saw that. Yeah, um,
1: it bounced off the top of the jeep. So you know, yay jeeps for saving yeah. my wife and my daughter who mm-hmm. were on that side. But people, yeah. somebody said, someone doesn't like you. <laughs> you know, how does all this stuff happen? And I said, dude, look at what happens as a result of this. We're healthy. It always works out for the best. So I would contend that someone actually likes us quite a lot. <laughs> so yeah, it's just no kind doubt. of how you look at those situations.
0: I, I think everybody loves you guys is what they do because you guys have such a great attitude. So I, I want to thank you for that because in this world of where social media can, especially now, can be pretty darn negative and pretty darn depressing, it's really great to see you guys smiling face and, and a positive attitude about what you do. Let's venture into your career, your business, the Helper brand. Since you were last on the show, you had just launched Detailer's Helper probably three six months into what you were doing i got a a, one of those i still use it i used it this weekend when when i was out gardening Uh, i put all my clippers and stuff in there and you know my neighbor always laughs at me because he goes you look like you're coming out ready for war and i go well (laughs) you know the azaleas they just keep growing i can't keep them back so tell me about how the helper brand is doing now and you've expanded things too right
1: Yeah, so Detailers Helper was the first one. It came out of kind of a necessity that there really wasn't a paint-safe detailing tool belt, which was really weird to me. I came out of the DIY stuff, and I couldn't believe that in the industry people actually carried all that crap around a car all day, and so... I sewed the first one on the, my wife's sewing machine and kind of the rest is history. We expanded then into janitorial, uh, that one actually with COVID and everything that's going on there, we're selling a ton. I just sent a bunch to Cyprus. As a matter of fact, all we, right. you know, we're selling them hotels and casinos and all that cause you know, they need to carry stuff around. Also we have a speaking of the gardening one, which is funny cause we have a consumer version and that's kind of one of our, you know, things that you can do with it. So we've got a, a variety of belts and it's a, you know, it's one of those things where you take and you work through the branding, you work through the configuration and then you, you know, hit the niches basically is what we're trying to do.
0: Absolutely. Now, since then too, you got another product that you've been pushing, right?
1: Well, my wife basically blames me for trying to write off every hobby that I have. <laughs> and so the, the best way to do that, here's advice for your listeners is to create a business around whatever hobby and niche you're in. And so, right. yeah, we actually started a couple of new brands, Rugged Restore, which is in the off-road space because we have a, a pretty strong network and following and retailers and all that stuff there. Plus, a knowledge. Plus, with Sugar High, we have the it's easy to do marketing, you right. know, because right. we've we've got it. And then we have a, an off an RV brand called Open Road RV because we're also big RVers. You know, we have the motorhome we have been for many many years. And so, for me, I always try to look at solving problems for people within my own space like I'm not going to create you know a brand or something that I really don't have any connection to sure and so those kind of have been natural connections for us so we basically do detailing products RV products off-road products and that kind of stuff with those two brands as well
0: so tell me exactly are my listeners here what are those brands why should they get those in their hands
1: So Rugged Restore is basically we've hand selected some detailing products and we're actually working on a couple of other third party like bumpers and lights and that kind of stuff with some with some companies we work with in the past. Mm -hmm. But we've, we've tried to select really, really good products that will help people in the off road space deal with some of the unique challenges that they have with detailing in particular. Um, you know, coating their suspension and coating their paint, dealing with uh, soft top windows, dealing with one of our flagship products is a is a product called Trem Renew for black plastic. Oh, and yeah, uh, how that stuff gets
0: all chalky and powdery. And
1: yeah, which is which is plagued Jeep owners, especially avalanche owners and that stuff. I just we're just doing a TV show last week and we had a 2018 JK and uh, the cow black plastic was completely faded and it was like 8000 miles Yeah, it's just it's so that's one of those. That's a really good product for us to have. But um, so, yeah, we do that. And then we basically take similar products and then tailor them specifically for the RV brand. And then we have a couple of flagship products like we make this 20 by 40 drying towel that makes it really quick for you to dry your RV and, you know, some of those kind of things. So we. We look for what we're called hero products, yeah. which then you know helps people solve problems and then gets them introduced to the rest of our brand. And what's funny is that the name of that towel is actually RV Hero. That's RV what we Hero. <laughs> like yeah, it. so so we uh, we use that for the branding. So
0: very cool. Uh, Well, we're going to let our listeners know how they can tap into all these different cool products in a little bit here. So sit tight or uh, just go to Kevin's show notes page on the Car Show website. And I'll put links to all these things because I think you'll want to get your hands on these products and give them a try. I'm a detail guy from way, way, way back. So uh, I can tell you these products, they have been vetted very, very well by Kevin and Michelle. (laughs) Uh, Let's take a look at some of the roads you've traveled down and talk about a big challenge you faced. You know, I always ask my guests this question. It's more about the learning lesson from that particular experience. So kind of take us down a, a dusty dirty, since you guys like to go off-roading, maybe down a road that ended up in a washed out gully somewhere and you had to figure out how to get out. And then tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward.
1: You know, we kind of referred to 2019 as our rebuilding year because uh, 2017 was definitely not a good year for us. I learned the hard way, and we've always been really, really careful about debt in our previous, in our personal lives. Like we just never had it. I got involved with a a consultant, bad decision on my part, but I take full responsibility for it. But I ended up taking on business debt and they never, they always say, never bet on future revenue or future income to make today's purchases. And that's kind of, Ended up being what I did, which, uh, you know, those those purchases never came. So that that created, obviously, a huge amount of financial stress. I spent, you know, 2018 recovering from that 2019. And then finally, interestingly enough, this whole situation we're going in has kept people home uh, buying detailing products. So the last 60 days has been the best of our company history. Uh, which, you know, I know a lot of people are hurting and, and and all that, but for us in particular, it's been something that actually has worked out for us. So,
0: well, I'm so happy to hear that. You know, I, I've experienced something kind of similar. My listenership since March has gone up 10 to 15% per month. Wow. And I'm, I'm assuming it's because I have great guests like Kevin Davis and his wife, Michelle, and the other 1500 and, uh, uh, 87 guests who've been on the show. But the other part of it is I usually am, have been seeing steady growth, but not like that consistently. So, again, people are home. They've got more time. Uh, they're listening. Of course, I also launched a second podcast. That could be a big part of it. That with, helps drive it, right. Buy, yeah. Sell, Hold with Keith Martin. Yeah, that's been a great podcast in a different kind of venue a little bit. But, um, you know, you touched on something more important that I think is really important for especially younger people to hear, and that is watch your debt. Yeah. It seems like to me in this country, we've been taught for decades. It's okay to live in debt. It's okay to buy things you can't afford. It's okay to finance everything. I mean, who finances a mattress? Who I mean, <laughs> and, and I tried to teach my kids this when they were young. They really wanted like my daughter, a real fancy purse. I go, why would you want to pay on a credit card for months on something that will be out of fashion by right. the time you get it paid off? You just don't do that. So- Let's touch on this real quickly for those people out there that perhaps aren't as financially savvy, or they're young, or they think, oh, it's okay. It'll always get better, because you and I are a little more mature. I'm more—I'm <laughs> older than you, but still. Not by much. We, yeah. We've lived through these things, and you've seen these cycles. And boy, if you were around during 07, 08, 09, uh, yeah. you got walloped if you had any kind of debt. So. What's something you could share with listeners to kind of help them see why that's a bad idea and maybe a little tip and trick that you and Michelle have practiced to stay out of debt?
1: Well, there's a great resource, and I'm sure you're familiar with this name, Dave Ramsey. Oh, Dave Ramsey has yeah. has yeah, has something called Financial Peace. And yeah. he happens to be a Christian author, but he's everything there's no like Christianese and all that that he really pushes, um, he just has really good sound advice. He talks about stuff like your credit rating has n- nothing to do with your ability, you know, your, your financial health. All it is, is your debt health. And he talks about, you know, live like no one else. So later on you can live like no one else. I think that's one of his, uh, I love that line. One of his things is so it's just a matter of really, especially when you're young and we did really well up until 28, 2017, when I just got stupid uh, and we, <laughs> we all That made sounds mistakes. like
0: something Dave Ramsey would say. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> what you'd hear him say. You just got stupid. <laughs> Get yep. smart and again. So, again.
1: It, and so that's a great resource he does. Um, they have online training. They do local trainings uh, that are video led and, and that kind of stuff. But it's, it's just a matter of really, you are the slave to the debtor as someone who's takes on that debt. And it's something that you don't realize until it gets to a point where it just becomes very difficult to manage. Like it's always there. It's like that, you know, that the grill on your back, so to speak. So, um, you know, I guess the advice is don't be stupid like me.
0: So. Well, I'll tell you, you know, we and the other key th- thing you've taught us here is be very careful who you get involved with. I had the same thing happen with me uh, just recently and was taken advantage of, had a lot of money taken away. And you just have to be careful about who you go into business with. And also, at least on my end, when things start to not smell so good or you get that gut feeling, pay attention to that gut feeling because it's real. Yep. It means something yep. and you need to act on it immediately and not just think, oh, this person would never take advantage of me. Or this person especially would
1: especially yeah. don't believe the hype. That's where I got in, in trouble is hype. that there was always this next great thing to the tune of about, I think it cost me about 45 grand, that one particular person. And and it's just because there was always, oh not today, but tomorrow. And so that's the uh, that's don't believe the hype kind of you're right.
0: And I would encourage listeners, you know, I bought both my kids when they got out of college David Ramsey's book about finance and economics. And uh, uh, I think it's benefited both of them. Uh, they've read it and realized now, and I just keep saying, you know, don't let that monkey get on your back. You says <laughs> it because it becomes a gorilla and an elephant. Yeah. And it yeah, really, absolutely. really affects so much of your life. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. And we'll be right back to talk about Kevin's passion for cars because I know he loves cars. So sit tight, stay buckled up, stay safe. We'll be right back. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code CARSYEAH, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at sportscarmarket.com. That's an exclusive offer from Cars yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. Let's step away from the conversation to talk about our charity of choice here at Cars yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through automotive-related events. Car shows and drives. Among those nonprofits is RPM Foundation, a terrific organization working to keep our favorite collector cars on the road. RPM was created to ensure that the specialized skills needed to care for classic automobiles, boats, and motorcycles continue to be passed down from generation to generation. They do this by supporting training for young people with a passion for restoration and setting them up with mentors who can share their valuable knowledge. So far, they've awarded more than $3.5 million to restoration education projects across 35 states. Incredible. To learn more about RPM or to donate to their mission, visit www.rpm.foundation. You'll be glad you did. All right, Kevin. We're back. Uh, let me ask you this: What instigated this passion that you have for cars? I mean, I know you you've had some cool cars. I'm not sure. Do you still have that Cobra in the garage?
1: I did. It's one of the ones that kind of I vacillated back and forth. I actually put it up for sale and then, you know, I told my wife, God doesn't really want me to sell this because no one wants to buy it. So um, and on the TV show this last week, we actually had a Cobra that we worked on. So I was like, there's no way I'm getting rid of this. Ah. It was a factory five like mine. But yeah, uh, yeah, that that's that's still sitting in the shop. I just got the insurance thanks to your recommendation. Oh, Uh, there you uh, go. and, And so we're insured now and ready to drive it. Well,
0: awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I'll give you a little hint. I'm about this close to that company being a sponsor here. So for you listeners, Great. uh, hang tight. So, uh, hopefully we'll have a new sponsor here on cars. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but I just, just, uh, paid them for my annual premium to, to insure my toy in the garage. Well, when you go back in time, Kevin, you think about this passion that you have for cars is, is there a moment that you went, Oh man, I'm a car guy.
1: Yeah, I think basically when I was, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma, so there's a great car culture there. Friday night, Sonic, everybody's got their hoods up and, and all that. I come from a, a bit of a challenging home. Um, I always joke and say it's kind of like watching an episode of Cops, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so uh, we did, I did not have a great home life, uh, but I actually ended up uh, with a friend of mine, his dad was involved with cars. Uh, he had a, a 427, 67 vet with triple deuce. His daughter drove a 69 GTO and wow. uh, had a 69, G, you know, Camaro Indy pace car, the orange one, the white one with orange stripes oh, with yeah. the convertible. And uh, I built my first Chevelle when I was about 16, 17. I actually went to Alaska and worked in the fishing industry to earn enough money to paint that car. And so back in the day, I think that paint job cost me three grand, which is which was a lot, you know, back then for me, especially. Um, But that's kind of that time period where it showed me what it means to be a car guy. Mm -hmm. And um, the last couple of weeks, I actually did a post about hanging out with one of these guys that's on uh, Motor Trend TV show. And it reminded me what that means to be part of that car culture. Yeah. Because it's just a special group of people. Um, we had an experience at SEMA last year with Asian from Street Outlaws. Right. Had his car in the booth uh, with G-Technic. And um, when he pulled that car out, it was the first time that he had ever driven that car. No way, really. It's an, it's an amazing story. You can go to Farm Truck and Asian's website and read more about it. But basically, he, he and his dad built it. His dad died not long after, mm. and he had to sell the car. Uh, farm truck found it and had it rebuilt to the level that it is now. And that's why, you know, one of the reasons we put it in the car or put it in the booth. Yeah. When we pulled that car out, he was bawling. I was bawling. I get a little choked up now <laughs> even thinking about it. But yeah. I'm thinking to myself, this is what this whole hobby is about. Yeah. You know, you can't, you're not having that experience with a minivan, for example. (laughs) Probably not. No. And so that's, that's kind of, that defines that. And I think that's where that whole passion started for me. It was way back when, when I was 14, 15, 16. So
0: it sounds like it. Well, let's talk about our first really cool car in your life. Is there a vehicle that really stands out for you? Is it that factory five or is there something before?
1: You know, I think actually it's something after after uh, it's it's sugar high sugar high and, Okay. Uh, well- <laughs> you know it, that, it doesn't really represent the first car, but um I had been involved in the automotive hobby hobby for a long time, and my wife was sort of pseudo involved, but sugar high was something where she uh really wanted to be involved but she didn't want to do a hot rod. So we built this Jeep together. She and I completely took it apart. It's got four OEM parts left. It's been wrecked on a fire and and all that, but we built everything together. And yeah. so it represents some, you know, a major turning point in our lives and our marriage. It was in SEMA twice. Yes. Um, my wife's actually had two vehicles in SEMA, which is crazy because you know so many builders want that goal for their lives and so uh yeah uh, but that vehicle really represents kind of a turning point um for us and for her just as a person so it's been really great
0: well tell the listeners what is sugar high you've mentioned a
1: jeep yep sugar has a 2004 or started out as life as 2004 um jeep wrangler two-door hard top and uh, we basically, just as soon as we got it, we built it specifically for the Rebel Rally, which is a about a 1,200-mile trek through the desert using old-school navigation tools. My wife was a driver. She had a navigator. She did it a couple of times. And it was purposely built for that and for SEMA. And so, um, but that's that's that vehicle. That's what that was used for.
0: Yeah, and I'll let our listeners know, Rebel Rally, you can go back and listen to uh, many talks I had with many women. It's an all-female rally. Yeah. And again, it's old school. There's no GPS. They're
1: using uh, just compasses compass and, maps, <laughs> and map books and road books and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's amazing. And uh, I know Michelle had never really done anything like that. And uh, since then, she's learned how to weld.
1: Yeah, she's a welder. She yeah. builds cars. I mean, she built she does cakes. We're actually she's integrating her metalwork into her cake decorating like it's it's she's she's a boxer. I mean, I, I love bragging on her because oh, she yeah. just She's just really cool. So, you know,
0: with the stuff she bakes, I don't know why you don't look like Jabba the Hutt. Uh, you know,
1: what's funny, Mark, is that <laughs> she literally has a lockbox in the pantry and a lock on her on her freezer door downstairs because I have no self-control. If it weren't for those locks, I would definitely be uh, be approaching <laughs> that level for sure. She's an
0: amazing she baked some wonderful cookies. She delivered to me at SEMA a few years ago where she baked cookies that had that looked like my logo and my Orange Crush Porsche Turbo. Oh, yeah, totally blew me away. Well, here's an introspective question for you, Kevin. I don't think I have this question when you were a guest because i think it came a little later if you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle manifest as a vehicle not what you want to be but how you perceive yourself as a man as a vehicle what would kevin davis be and why
1: I think you could probably put me with like a military work truck. Okay. Um, yeah. My wife always tells me I'm a tool. I'm not sure how that <laughs> uh, to take that, but well, we'll keep it family uh, it was, friendly here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. There was there was a, a guy that once said if you wanted to invade a small country, call Kevin Davis. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I'm just I'm a generalist, and so I kind of have a lot of tools in the truck, kind of a thing. So I think that's probably the best description I could I could give.
0: That fits perfectly. All right. We're entering the last lap, kind of a lightning round here, and I'm going to give you some questions. Have you give me some quick blips of that military work truck throttle? So here we go. What's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes
1: in life? Don't believe that there is a work-life balance. Basically, you need to prioritize one or the other. And of course, my choice is always to prioritize your life over work. There's always plenty of business to do. There's always plenty of work to do. Life will definitely pass you by.
0: There you go. If I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be?
1: You know, I was thinking about this and I think uh, after seeing the movie Ford versus Ferrari, I think I'd be interested in uh, Ken Miles, actually. Yeah, His yeah. story really intrigued me. You know, I know enough about Shelby and and all that, but but learning more about Ken Miles and his family and those kind of things would be really interesting to me.
0: You know, uh, of all the people that have been on the show, you're the second one to say Ken Miles. And it's since that movie came out. And I think that's why he's yeah. one of those figures that definitely didn't have the persona or the notoriety of a uh, Carroll Shelby, but definitely a unique individual. So, yes, I think that would be pretty cool. Maybe get them both at a table together. That would be
1: <laughs> that would be fun
0: back again. Uh, how about the best automotive advice someone else has ever given you? What would that be?
1: Well, I don't know who I'll make uh, mad about this, but never buy a minivan. Life is too <laughs> life is too short to to uh, drive boring cars. You know, if you if you have a bigger family, there's plenty of other choices out there that you could have that would be more uh, more intriguing and more interesting.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> how about, how about the, uh, I'm with you there. How about a resource? Is there a go to for you, or you know, we can also? I'd love to promote you and your brand here.
1: Well, I mean, I, I think if we stick with a, like three of the brands, you can go to the helperbrands.com. Yeah. that kind of gets you to some of those rugged and then the open Those are kind of the three main brands that we're dealing with now. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's plenty of information out there. You can always reach out to me on my um, however many 17 different social media, uh, outlets that I have too. I know
0: as Kevin was calling in today via Skype, he's like, I had three, three Skype counts. I had to figure out which one to use <laughs> so, uh, and zoom and GoToMeeting meeting and everything else that we're doing these days.
1: That's right.
0: Now, how about a book, Kevin? Uh, is there a book that you might share with us that you think is uh, worth reading?
1: Well, I really racked my brain on this and I think I'll stick with my first one, which is a a book called, and I may have recommended this last time, but it's called Profit First and it's, uh, it's by Mount Mike Michalowicz. Okay. And basically it's a, it's a great book for business people, small business people, especially where effectively teaches you how to divide and conquer on your business finances. Um, so that you have, you know, all the money in different places that you need to. So it's a really, really good resource for business people, but also anybody that's, you know, doing any personal finance as well.
0: Absolutely. Great resources there. All right, Kevin, we're up to the checkered flag. And uh, today I'm going to have a little bit of fun with you. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car. I'm going to drive it up there, park it in your garage so you can take care of it and enjoy it. But there's some rules to the game since I'm the buyer today. It's the only collector car you can have. That means if if that Cobra you have is a car you want, I don't have to buy anything. You've already got it. But well, maybe there's something else you might like to have. Maybe just for today. Uh, you can't sell it to finance your business or uh, buy a bunch of other cars with. So whatever you pick, you got to live with. And I want you to enjoy it and drive it. No dust collectors allowed here at Car shop yeah. Or in Kevin's garage, which I know is true. Maybe in the winter when it gets a little, it does snow up there, doesn't it?
1: It snows quite a bit. We get about 80 days of Cobra driving weather, so it's not the most practical uh, vehicle for this kind of location, for you sure. You
0: I saw somebody on my Facebook feed today in Montana, and it had snowed like 12 inches today, June. Yep. <laughs> I mean, what the heck? It
1: snows every month of the year. We got married on July 14th, and it's outside, and it snowed the previous year on July 14th. So oh, we my were gosh. Okay. A little- well, a maybe worried. a
0: snowmobile might be in the, in the the future for Kevin Davis. What can I buy you, Kev?
1: I'm, you know, I, I think I probably answered this the same before, but it's the 1984 Ferrari 308 GTS, which is the Magnum PI car. I don't know what it is about <laughs> that car. And, you know, my wife says I got a man crush on Tom Selleck. So maybe that, maybe that goes back to that, but that, uh, that's still a car I, I would love to investigate. I know that they kind of have their own little, uh, Uh, unique problems and challenges as a, you know, as a car, but that would be a really fun one to own.
0: You know, I tell you, um, years and years ago when when I was first married, my wife's boss, she was, she's a civil engineer, uh, really liked, um, volleyball. So he put on this volleyball tournament. He finagled a way to get, um, Tom Selleck to be there at the event. And wow. And I'll tell you something. I mean, the the women, including my wife, were just all goo-goo over this guy. Um, I can see why you could have a man crush on him because not only is he like super handsome and tall and everything, he was one of the nicest celebrity people I've ever met. He was just so kind, so genuine, so giving to everybody who wanted to come up and, you know, pictures and autographs and things like that. Super, super nice guy. And I did ask him, how do you like driving the 308, you know? And he said, I don't. I'm too big for it. He said, There's a reason the top's never on that car. My head, if you'll notice, my head sticks up above the top of the windshield. So he goes, Yeah.
1: And they, <laughs> they actually removed all the foam out of that seat. I'm sure so they didn't even get to that point. So I can't imagine it was very comfortable sitting on the floor and the seat rails while he's driving that. Yeah. Thing around town yeah. for sure.
0: No, but he was a super, super nice guy. So that's, you'll be happy to know that. So that's, that's go. great. All right. Would you like that in the uh, Rosso red or is there another color you'd like that car? I
1: like the red. It's got to be red. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: Well, listen, Kevin, I knew this would be fun. It's been way too long since we caught up here in Cars. Yeah. But thank you for spending some time and coming back. uh Really proud of what you guys have done there and the businesses you've created and built. That is no easy task. I know. Been there, done that. So congratulations on what you guys are doing. Uh, Thanks. Give your lovely wife a hug for me. Before I let you go, though, would you give our listeners a parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the Montana sunset in that 308?
1: You know, I think that the biggest thing I can say is don't be afraid to fail and put in the work that you need to put in. Uh, whether it's your marriage, my wife and I have done counseling multiple times throughout our marriage, kind of as a as a tune-up you know, and, uh, and it works every time. So we, it, it makes things a little bit better. And even with your business, don't be afraid to fail in business. Don't be afraid to fail. If you're a race car driver or whatever you happen to do, everything requires work, but there's no such thing as perfection. You know, you're always and failure is literally always an option. People always say failure's <laughs> not an option. That's not true. <laughs> so that would be my uh, that my my advice for sure.
0: Well, great advice from a great guy. I can tell you that because I've known him for a long time
1: and really proud to
0: call you my friend. Hey, what's the best way for our listeners again to follow along with you? Uh, what's the best website?
1: Uh, best websites would be the com, rugged restore.com or the open road And you can find all those brands on Facebook and Instagram as well.
0: There you go. I'll make sure I put links to those on Kevin's show notes page. And if you missed my first talk, you can go back and hear what he had to say back in the good old days. Uh, <laughs> and now we're in the better old days or the better future days, I guess we should say here, Kevin, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for catching up with me. Until you and I talk again, hopefully at SEMA, we'll keep all our fingers crossed, we have a SEMA this year, I'll see you down the road. Thanks. You're welcome. If you're listening to Cars Yeah!, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund?